This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. New arrivals at the Wonkall Stadium have relit the Stags fire. But as the cold snap prepares to hit the country, the question is, have Mansfield got what it takes to carry on down the pathway to promotion? Tonight, it's just the two of us as Cam cries off through a runny nose and Simon's off dealing with things running from... Well, he's got two twin boys, so you get the picture. Alas, their absences are made up for in the form of cake as Nathan joins Craig for a pre-birthday celebration. They'll chat, as ever, about the fames and fortunes of the Stags. Plus, here from New Editions, Nikki Jose and George Grant. When this opportunity was given to me, you know, for a team which is, which is pushing, which is really, really important, hopefully creating lots of chances and uh, playing a really... Easy on the eye style, you know. That that was that was that really was key for me, you know, because there's a lot of teams, obviously, in this league and in League One. There's more than one way to skin a cat, you know. But for me, I don't want to really be playing direct. And obviously, I've watched the games here, and the football's been brilliant at times. And I, I thought it would really suit me. One of the things that uh, the gaffer said to me, to be honest with you, um, he was just like, "Come and get a promotion on your CV." Um, obviously, Tyler's here as well, which obviously I know him really, really well. So. Um, yeah, one of those things is, is promotion and obviously didn't get there last year, so hoping to get there this year. Fellow new boy Jordan Smith also says he's settling in well a week after joining. It's incredible how high the standards are. Not that I underestimated it, but you know the, the tempo and the intensity that the lads work at on the training ground. You know, I've not had many training sessions under my belt, but you can see it straight away. Whilst boss David Flickcroft says he's relieved to get back on track. We don't just deserve to get the, the points. Uh, they fought so hard to do that, you know, and um, you move so many players up the pitch and get high up the pitch, and, uh, you know, the one that they've got where the counter, the save from from uh, Jordan's just outstanding, and it takes them moments, you know, if you want to keep that clean sheet, which we've, you know, spoke about from the start of the season, you know, how important they, they are going to be. All of that and much more, including your comments and questions in the live feed, please send them in abundance tonight with just the two of us here. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast with Craig Priest and Nathan Edge, but hopefully by now we've finished their slice of cake to start the show. There's only one way to find out. No pressure, boys. Well, I'm going to use the words succulent. I'm going to use the words moist. I'm going to use the words melt in your mouth. <laughs> Those first two words are pretty disgraceful, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Moist is not something I'm attracted at all. Well, I don't know what I was going for, to be honest, but there you go. And that was, that was just the, the mixture of emotions between the two games on Saturday. Exactly. So you didn't let me finish, did you? So I knew where you were going. As for, as for the cake... 
the cake is absolutely spot on. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast. Hello and welcome to you. As you can see, uh, there's only two of us tonight. Myself, Craig Priest, alongside Mr Nathan Edge. How it should have been in the first place. All uh, these years well, and years Probably and years 2014, ago. was it? Yeah. We originally discussed this idea and it took us, what, five years to get it off the, actually far, off the ground? Far too, <laughs> yeah, far too many years to, to get it off the ground. A little bit of a backstory for you. Uh, we'll tell you where Cam and Simon are uh, in a couple of minutes' time. A bit of a backstory for you. This podcast was the brainchild of myself and Nathan, who first met at a radio station when I was a lot, lot younger. Um, what was it, 20... 13, 14? Yeah, I think it was back then. After the state got they were back in the football league. So 20, let's say 2013 for argument's sake. Was it, was it when we were back in the league? Yeah, it was after that. Yeah, I'd finished oh, commentating. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I finished commentating, so it was after that. Yeah, and well, we, I remember it was around your birthday, and you was what, 30, 30 odd then? So. Mate, they might only just be me and you, but I will still punch <laughs> you in the face. <laughs> but I am edgy. No witnesses, damn it. <laughs> I am edgy clo- ever closer to. Uh, we are live, so there are yeah, witnesses on our live view. I'm edging too close to 30, they're 28 tomorrow, it's not good. Uh, but me and Nathan first met at radio station, we decided we wanted to do a sports show together, a Stags themed show, but neither of us at the time were going to games on a regular basis due to whatever reason. Um, so it just never really got off the ground until last summer when we decided to join it and the others sort of joined on board but this is the first time where due to various reasons it's just ended up being me and Nathan so please 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 tonight uh, get involved in the comments and let us know your thoughts send in your comments your questions um, whatever you want to um Whatever you want to say about Stag, get involved uh, with that tonight. Really like your thoughts. We're going to get Cam on the phone uh, later just to get him involved. So, Cam, practice your fake sneezing, your fake coughing yeah, um, from your deathbed. Um, he's not with us tonight because he's uh, not been very well. Um, sniffles. sniffles. Yeah. Uh, Simon is not with us for obvious reasons because a couple of weeks ago his partner Charlotte gave birth to two twin boys, uh, Harry and Dylan. I did remember the names yeah, and they're not written down. Um, so, he is currently on nappy changing duty. So, Cam's got things coming out of his nose and Simon's got no that's not good we've got cake to finish Um, so let us know about your thoughts this week as well Nate let's start by reflecting on what's been a cliche week a rollercoaster week on Saturday we got the horrible defeat once again um which sort of put a blot on our record and then Tuesday we, we managed to turn it around but yeah. in between that the new boys as well what a week yeah I mean do we have to talk about Saturday that's, that's one that I sort of want to erase from the memory as soon as possible um, a real off day wasn't it like, well I, I want to say an off day but actually to be honest I, I don't want to I don't want to be negative because we've got a hell of a lot to be positive about but I think we've had an off day we've had a few off days recently starting probably back from Swindon was the first time where I thought hold on a minute you know we, we seemed like we was uh, untouchable up to that point with the, how we was playing against the likes of Stevenage for example but Swindon were the first team that came to us and I thought hold on a minute they they sussed out a little bit and they know how to play us and uh, that was the first game where I noticed that they were pressing us really high and when we were thrown out of the back we were panicking a little bit and we didn't seem to have a plan B and I just thought okay it's, you know, it could be a problem we need to do something about this and then Barry came along obviously we, we put that into bed which was good uh, but I think the Grimsley to a certain extent we, we was better there but then 
Yeovil came in and Carlisle had the same, exact same game plan and it's worked for both of them if we're being completely honest I mean for me I was thinking about this early today about when our form started to dip a little bit and actually I think it coincides with a legend injury yeah I'd probably agree and uh, you know I think um, that's not a blot on Logan either because he, he came no. and did well but it's that key core isn't it which went out yeah and I, I, I think um, one of the things that's been a, an issue and this is where sort of um, I think there's a lot of question marks of whether where you know when Smith signed whether he should go straight in for Logan or not I mean I was sort of sitting on the side of saying probably not I wanted him to sort of get yeah. to know the players a bit and things like that um, however on the flip side of things you could see that there's something wasn't quite, quite there with Logan and the defence trust wise I mean Logan is a good shot stopper there's no question of that and really I, I don't think he made he, did any, he made any mistakes throughout those games that he did come in for Lesnick but you could tell that the trust wasn't quite there with the defence and, and him and that's that needs to be there and what, I mean, what game was it where it was Pierce and Logan that had a bit of a, a Swindon game in Swindon wasn't yeah, it yeah Swindon so game. that to me it sort of rings alarm bells you know a little bit when you think how well as a team we've been together and yes that it's a good thing in that it shows passion between those two players but at the same time you don't that I remember that point when that happened all of a sudden the Swindon end the decibels went up a couple of uh, um, levels because they saw that as a positive and their players would have saw that as well so it could have been it could have been worse than what it turned out to be that game Reflecting on the last two games obviously we signed George Grant and Nicky Jose on Monday prior to the Crawley game but we didn't have them for Saturday even though George Grant was in the stands I believe the situation what happened at Nottingham Forest on Friday sort of held that deal back a little bit in terms of obviously Karanka going out rumours about who was going to come in and I think that held that up just slightly but um, it, for me I don't know was you a little bit worried with Jordan Smith's performance on, on that Saturday game I, th- I felt like you a little bit that it was perhaps a little bit too soon with one training session mm-hmm. on his back especially with the game we play if you know when we play obviously we like to get it out quick don't we and get it to the defenders and play out from the back if you're not playing that game it probably isn't as important because the keeper can take his time and you know kick it long and whatever like we used to do but now it's quite important that his, and it seemed like he was trying to rush that to get the ball out and it, and in some ways you, you probably think Olesnik and Logan they know what defenders are was are best to receive the ball and, and play it forward um, whereas he, you know, Smith didn't know that and you could tell that he was under instructions to get it out quick and he was nervy in himself and sometimes probably his decisions weren't quite right because of those nerves which is going to happen is what 24 isn't he yeah first game not you know been in the building for sort of one day at that point wasn't it so it was a risk and I wouldn't say he contributed to the defeat because I think the whole team was uh, wasn't on it and I think Yeovil credit to them because they certainly did their own work and took advantage yeah Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't blame the defeat on him by at all but uh, and it probably wouldn't have been any different if Logan was in there but I did have, I did think it was a bit of a risk yeah certainly so we'll keep your comments coming in we'll talk more about um, uh, the, the last couple of games later on in the show keep your comments coming in on that but as always we always want to answer your comments and questions uh, quite a few coming in all the, all the way uh, so far tonight Stephen says up the stags uh, John says welcome Cam hope you're feeling better which means Cam's watching on the live feed so <laughs> we're going to ring him uh, in a little bit so that'll be interesting and um, 
We've also got uh, Chris says, uh, good work in the transfer winner. The new lads will enhance the squad and give us the push for promotion. Uh, we'll have a little poll on that later on, whether you want to see uh, another player added into that, which was Nathan's brainchild, because I was struggling to think of anything <laughs> whatsoever. Um, yeah, cake on the brain, that was about it. That's, mate, I can see it out of the corner of my <laughs> eyes in front of me, and, and I can see yours, and a little bit wrapped up your missus as well. Being benefits me, I don't I know. look at it. I can smell it though. I know, I thought you, I thought you could. <laughs> Do you know what? I've got about four minutes of Flickcroft, which is going to be perfect for cake, oh. eating, cake eating time later on. Imagine camera. Before, when, you know, before <laughs> we go to that, it'll be a full plate. As soon as we come back into live, it'll be gone. That's it. Imagine. Um, Wayne asks, will CJ be leaving us? Obviously, uh, lots of rumours flying around today that uh, CJ's off to the Villa Mite. Mm. CJ's going oh. to Aston Villa Mite. What do you reckon to that? Is he going to the Villa Mite? I'm not putting on an accent, that's for sure. Um <laughs> I think we can only wait and see. I think at the end of the day, we've we've um, sort of laid our bed and we've said, look, we're not gonna if we if it's gonna go, it's gotta be for the right price. So I think Villa have the money. So, but are they gonna are they are they gonna come and spend it on a League Two player who's you know proven for half a season? You know, it's you know I, I'm hoping they don't, but they could. And if they do, then this is probably one of those where you. It's difficult to step in, stand in the way when it's a, a big club like that. And you know, it's hard, isn't it? But if they're right money, I think we probably should sell. I don't want it, but I think we should. If the price is right, I think yeah. would be the right thing. Uh, Simon's been in touch, says, Evening boys. It says, I'm not a nappy j- changing duty tonight, feeling rubbish in bed. So maybe you are an adult nappy changing duty. Maybe that's oh, what's no. happening. <laughs> I know. Um, Paul says, uh, CJ has been off the boil for the last few games. Is he off to Villa? Mm, I don't think so. Uh, lots of people asking about CJ to Villa. Uh, Simon says, I think the transfer window has hindered us slightly with various players instead, uh, instead of concentrating on football. Um, John says no political CJ is happy is happy at the stags uh, and getting regular games which all players want um, talking about other players coming in Paul says one more player to come in uh, which position would fans like to see us strengthen uh, and Richard says if CJ goes is it the end of the world I know he's one of the best players so far this season but is he irreplaceable is he irreplaceable no player is irreplaceable so that's my yeah no, he's not irreplaceable it'll be a blow but he's not irreplaceable I think, yeah, that would be the same. I think if you're looking at where... If you're comparing the two situations that we've had this season in terms of players potentially going, the Danny Rose situation in the summer, which was made more hostile than it needed to be, at that point, because the likes of Tyler Walker hadn't been proven, obviously, and we've not really seen a lot of Craig Davis to sort of light up our fire. We're not going to yeah. see much of him anyway. Um, for me, I would have sort of said he would have been irreplaceable. But CJ now, in terms of positionally and in terms of where we're going to play, we're so top-heavy in that area, aren't we? Yeah. Anyone can play anywhere. George Grant played out, out wide left for Knox County. Um, he's going to play more in the middle this year, but I mean, you've still got Otis Khan yeah. who can play out there. You've, you've got McDonald to come back in. You've got so many options. It, so, like you say, it would be a bitter blow because of his sheer talent. I think he's only at 50% to where he actually could be. Yeah. But I think the difficulty is as well is he. I mean, someone said it in the comments uh, for Rob that the last few games he has been off the boil, and I think there's, there's a couple of factors down to it. I don't think it's a rumours. I don't think he seems like a player has got his head screwed on a little bit. I don't think the rumours will be affecting his game. I think he's been played out of, posi- out of position for me. Yeah, uh, for Tuesday night in particular. Oh, Tuesday, um, big big time. Yeah, and I think um, when he's been one of the best players. 
put him in, in his best position put him out on that left like let's get him back where he, where he belongs the other players that you know that I know we bought in some quality but they can all they also have strength in different positions so get him playing where he where he needs to be and I think then we'd probably be saying we really don't want to let him go I think it could be the difference between top three and playoffs for me yeah that's certainly hope so the, the nail on the head for me is the comment which Stephen has just left which says Carolyn has already said that CJ is not leaving we're not a selling club I think it would take a crazy transfer fee to make the Radfords even considering I think he's absolutely spot on yeah. with that it would depend very much for me on if an offer came in which was geared more toward protecting our future yeah. with sell-on clauses with you know fees every six months that sort of thing mm. but that, this is I think Villa could probably afford that yeah, they're, they're looking at uh, signing a, a defender for ten million. If they can afford ten million from a you know for a, for a player, another player, they can probably afford one million with add-on clauses for us as well. And this is what I'm saying: where the difference is, if we're going to accept a bid from someone like Villa or somebody, say in League One, for example, I'd be disappointed if he went to someone in League One for the same money because. Standing in the way of someone like Villa is is a big club that could be getting back to the Premiership soon. Whereas League One, we could be there next season. We hope we're going to be there next season. So it's also about that player's development and that player's career, which you've got to think about. And I get that feeling from Flitcroft, he would have to take that into account. I'm going to channel my inner Adam Murray, as has Stephen in the comments, and say that uh, 10 million at least for, for CJ. <laughs> Remember that when Adam Murray used to do that, do that those yeah. silly press conferences and his phone would ring halfway through and say, 10 million? No, not selling, mate. Who was that for? Matt Green? Like, Somewhere like that. Yeah. Wasn't it long after one of the county games, I think, as well, when he started doing that sort of thing? Yeah. Um, legend he is. I think I he's one of the most underrated managers that we've had, to be fair. Do you know what? I, the, the, the whole thing with that, we could get off on an absolute spiral. <laughs> do you know what? This is why we never did a yeah, podcast, just me and you. Yeah, got Simon and Canton. But the untapped talent there, he should have started lower down or in a youth academy like Dempster's done and, and come on through. And yeah. That would have been yeah, a great thing to see. Uh, Cam has brought us back to life. Because uh, I know this, I can't believe I'm saying that about Cam. Uh, he's got a comment in. He's put, uh, as disappointing as the two losses in a row are right now, in the long run, I think it will help us. Gives us a chance to sharpen up and help players focus again. Can can go through the season thinking we're un- unbeatable and then when we do get beat it will hurt even more if it happened later on this season he's got a valid point there to, and Simon's put like me and Cam make any sense Simon <laughs> when it's just me and Nathan in the room trust me you do um, as Cam says there quite rightly says there as well sometimes you have to have that little bad spell to test your character in the season it wasn't we sh- probably shouldn't have lost to Yeovil we should have got back in the game we was probably unlucky to have the goal disallow for offside and see one or two chances go astray but as he said in the long run we got back to winning ways quickly it didn't damage us too much and it's probably now about what the next three games bring isn't it yeah and I, I mean if we're going to lose a game I'd probably rather lose the Oval it just puts another nail in uh, in that coffin of Notts County that's because he blocked me I don't you know I have, I have that account that's it I want him to go down now I did anyway but well, yeah, um, want, I mean, yeah. we could tweet him again you remember when we did well, that last well, year I couldn't cause he's, he's blocked me but, I you know. could I still I'm, we've got, <laughs> I've got three accounts that I can use yeah, mate, same here, yeah. <laughs> Look, I still get my comedy every now and then we're talking about Alan Hardy's Twitter for <laughs> block Nathan not do you know what that's, is that not discriminated against the disabled 
we could try that card, but uh, <laughs> let's not play that. No, let's not. This is why we never do a show. <laughs> <laughs> this is why this should never happen again. No, but, uh, but yeah, Come going back, back to uh, back to the uh, to the Oval game, you know, I, I, you know, it was disappointing. And to be fair, even Tuesday night, I mean, it was it was better, but we probably if you know if we lost that game, you could also make an argument that we sort of deserved it. You know, we probably I think a draw would have been a fair result, even though we did pepper their goal over the second half but we still wasn't on it the, the thing that was disappointing for me is that the lack of movement there were so many times where we've got so used to the squad over this season well the team moving for each other and things like that but was, that wasn't happening a lot uh, I don't know whether confidence is down or or what which it shouldn't be we're third in the table and we're still uh, you know still really in amongst it massively um, but something's not quite right I'm just hoping that we put that right on Saturday I mean two of our next three games when we look at the upcoming fixtures are against teams that are around us and we could do some real danger to that league table over the next three games when you look at Colchester or what a couple of places below us on Saturday yeah. uh, and then obviously you've got a game in between and then you've got the, the Forest you've got the Tranmere game at home and then you've obviously got the, the Forest Green rearranged game away another yeah. team that's around us win those two games the Colchester and Forest Green you've put some distance between you and the chasing pack and then that gives you the energy to kick on doesn't it? Yeah I think this could be um like you say the next three games could be massive for our season because it could obviously you never know cause it, this game as proven on Saturday uh, you know this league has proven on Saturday anyone could beat anybody on, on a given day it's a cliche but it's true um, so but you know you could flip it and if we lose those games is that where you say we're in a playoff battle then rather than top three that you know they they, they could also see it as them pulling away it's, it's a, you know it's, we're gonna have, it's gonna be tough so tight and so balanced isn't it we'll talk more about that later on in the show we're going to hear from David Flickcroft in a couple of minutes time which you know what that means don't you cake cake time uh, first Peter says that Villa may be a t- step too far for CJ at this time but any player wants to test himself at a higher level don't really want to see him go uh, and he will be an even better player if he stays a while longer under David Flickcroft but money talks um, so I wish him good luck however things turn out personally I think it, I don't seem like like we've said before just to reiterate the point unless this 10 million on the table plus add-ons is going nowhere well, just to throw in throw someone into the mix do you think you might look CJ might look at this now and think well they bought in the likes of Grant and like you said we are very heavy in the midfield and all of a sudden he's being put back to right wing back where he hasn't ever said he doesn't like playing there but we can all we all know it's not his best position. Could he look at that and think, well, actually, I'm not really getting my favourite position here. And I don't know. I mean, for me, I, I think personally, the, the whole wing back situation on on Tuesday was necessity over positional play. I think, and there might have been someone who missed out. I think Mel Benning might have missed out on Tuesday if Matt Preston had been fit, because I think. Do you think that, about, that, that think you've done that anyway? That back that three of um that back three of Preston, Pierce and Sweeney mm. seems to be the back three which David Flickcroft is, is solidified on and which he which he gets to galvanisers. Um but obviously with the suspension he had to move it across bringing Hayden White in there. Hayden White's a better choice of central defender than what Mal Benning is for me which means we're yeah. stronger which then means CJ goes into that gap I think Preston will come back in and I think Benning will be unlucky to miss out and I think CJ will go to the, his natural left sponge yeah. and uh, I've, and Hayden White back out to 
the right hand side. It's yeah. it's difficult, isn't it, to call? Yeah, I guess it's a good headache to have. Um, you know, we've we've finally got a bit of choice what we can do back there, especially with Murphy, you know, steadily progressing with uh, extra more minutes in the in the reserve, which is good. Cause that's another player you can add into the mix. So it's a positive, but I think it'll be interesting to see on Saturday. Surely, yeah, I really want to see CJ back out on the left. That's I think for me that's key, and it should happen with Preston being back in. Yes, it, it should do. Fingers crossed, Touchwood and all that. Uh, Cam says the biggest test of our season is 100% Saturday. We've come up against promotion rivals earlier in the season, but whilst we were that was in good for a uh, good run of form even more important now to see how we react against the top teams when we we're trying uh, to beat our form again all we'll see at five o'clock on Sunday uh, I think it's Saturday. Saturday. it says put Sunday in the comments uh, <laughs> must m- must win but got to play well and not allow them to boss the game we'll talk more about that game uh, later on but first let's get some reflections uh, on Tuesday night's victory over Crawley of course on Saturday the Stags were beaten by a goal to at home to Yeovil using, losing at home to Yeovil Shocked the system that which was their third league defeat of the season and the second loss on the spin it could have all gone wrong but on Monday Carolyn Radford and John Radford the chairman and CEO uh, of respectively got the deals done Nicky Jose came in more on him and his connection to Mansfield Matters very soon um, along with George Grant which really sent Notts County into meltdown it was great wasn't awesome, it yeah. really great um, and of course um, and of course that sort of invigorated a little bit. They were both in the starting lineup on Tuesday as the Stags went on to get all three points against Crawley. Let's get David Flickcroft's reaction. And if it takes us that extra 30 seconds or so to talk after Flickcroft has finished talking, it's for one reason only we're eating cake. Here's David Flickcroft. We stayed patient with the way we want to play, and, and uh, we've got some good technicians, we've got a lot of quality on that pitch, and we stayed true to that. I think that we, we kept trying to move the ball, we kept trying to work good angles. We, we got better quality of crosses in, um, and you know we we des- I mean listen, we're not just deserved to get the the points. Uh, they fought so hard to do that, you know, and um, you move so many players up the pitch and get high up the pitch, and uh, you know the one that they've got where the counter, the save from from uh, Jordan's just outstanding, and it takes them moments, you know, if you want to keep that clean sheet, which we've. You know, spoke about from the start of the season. You know how important they, they are going to be. Um, but I just felt in that first, there was a there was a spell between probably 20 and 35 minutes that we just took the game to them. And uh, you know, you've got to really score in that moment to 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 absolutely um, put that nail in the coffin. You know, and really hurt them early doors. Um, and we had good chances. Um, some of the play I thought was was brilliant. First half, some of the interchange, central play through um, through George, through Nicky, uh, Mellis, and um, and Tyler. And, uh, and we just didn't get a reward first half. But I was really happy with the first half performance. It was it was tidy. It, it was caring the work, um, you know. But to get get a late winner just shows you the desire from from the players, the the fitness of the players, the willingness to win. That's Stakes boss David Flickcroft. I did warn you that we might be eating cake there. You <laughs> wasn't lying. Yeah, no. <laughs> Stakes boss David Flickcroft uh, reflecting uh, on uh, on uh, that victory over Crawley on Tuesday night. Nathan literally had a face full of cake. Yeah. The one time where David Flickcroft's long interviews and long answers come in, in handy is when we've got cake. Yeah. It's absolutely great. Uh, he spoke there, Nathan, uh, even though we weren't listening because we were eating cake. Yeah, not um, About the impact of, of George Grant and Nicky Jose. 
let's touch upon a Jose first. Um, personally, for me, I thought it was a, a very, very good signing. Uh, but there was a few, there's a couple of people who sit behind me, right, at, at, at stakes. You know when you just want to just have a scream and, and just have a slanging match with someone? <laughs> I just felt that. And straight away, like, when he missed that first first chance in the first half, oh, he's rubbish now, he's, he's no better than what <laughs> we've got. And then from that point onwards, it was just a ball of negativity. <laughs> yeah. What do you make of a Jose? I mean, I don't Bear think... in mind what we've done this week. I don't think he helped <laughs> by missing that chance in the second half if people were saying that. Uh, absolute golden opportunity, wasn't it? But, um harsh comments from whoever that is but you know what uh, some Stags fans are like this is by the way this is the just to put this into context this is the same person who uh, after Danny Rose had been on the pitch for not a lot I timed it 26 seconds said you bloody useless Rose you've contributed nothing <laughs> so that puts <laughs> that into perspective 26 seconds <laughs> yeah well there you go that says it all and there's uh, unfortunately there's, uh, there's a handful of those in the in the stands these days aren't they at every club probably so uh, but no he put in a decent shift like um, Flipcroft said in his interview I think I wasn't really listening but um, he said that you know, don't worry we've got loads more audio to play perfect in, in the first half he said that um, you know, there were signs of them linking up with, with Granty and uh, Mellis, Walker and they've had again a day to um, to start building a relationship and for me that's something that 100% is going to get better the longer the season goes on and um, especially Grant for example you know, he, there was a lot of occasions where he was probably too quick for quick, well as in quick thinking for our forwards um, you know, he took a quick free kick on one occasion, which should have put us in. But our, our, our players weren't on the same wavelength. But if Nicky can uh, tune into that, and, and with Walker and Mellis and all, you know, and all the other players, then I'm sure he'll get his chances and he'll show us what he can what he can do. I think you can very much tell that both players have been playing League One football regularly this season with the the way they saw the game, the vision, the touches, the passes, the pace. Yeah, and 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 that'll come good for the Stags. Um, keep your comments uh, coming in let us know what you think about the uh, new signings both George Grant and Nicky Jose, of course uh, Mark says uh, I think Jose will come good with match fitness um, talking about idiots and uh, negative comments um, James says I had the same Saturday when Smith conceded someone shouted thought you was a good shot stopper <laughs> um, Stephen says there are plenty of idiots at every club best comment I heard following all three subs uh, was make a change I mean keep up lad <laughs> that I presume alludes to uh, to, to Saturday because to be fair I was the one sh- shouting make a change on Tuesday I sometimes don't get why Flickcroft doesn't use all three subs yeah. but that's another story for another day well, uh, Richard well that's it I well, we've, got, was, we've got more fresh legs I, for... I only wanted him to make a change to slow the clock down and yeah. just to you know <laughs> But there you go. Gamesmanship. Uh, gamesmanship, that's it. Uh, Richard says, I only get to watch games on iFollow and listening to some of the crowd behind the blokes that commentate. I'm not surprised that you want to get into a screaming <laughs> match. Uh, some of the blo- some folks go to games to whine about things. Uh, that's true. For a good 10 minutes, these people are also having a moan about about Brexit. Yeah. Uh, I'm just like, I don't care. 
I'm at a football match. It's like uh, some people see it as an opportunity when they go through those turnstiles. They're like, right, that's it. Let's go our negativity out in the next 90 minutes. You've got things that don't even uh, matter and they're not relevant. I think we should impose a ban for anyone who's negative. Yeah, kick him straight out. Mind you, we're probably, yeah. we're probably half It's constructive criticism, that's fine. But negativity, that's... No, I'm not there. I'm not there for that. Yeah. Uh, John says, a Jose will shine as, as will Rose. He's not been at his best, but hard when others are taking your game time. Uh, interesting one of the subjects of Rose. I think um, we might as well touch upon it now whilst it's fresh in our mind. For me, obviously, the assignment of a Jose is going to raise Rose's game. Purely for the fact they've been there and done it together yep. at Berry. They've got that connection. They know how each other plays. They're good friends. They know each other's games. And I think Rose now will drop a little bit deeper. And I think he'll sit in that number 10 role in the attacking midfield role. Yeah. I, was, I can't remember who I was saying this to the other day, but I actually think that Rose has got potential to be one of the best central midfielders out there. His box to box movement, the way he drops deep to collect. To, you know, to collect the football and to try and move it, to try and get us playing, is something else. And and I think what a lot of things go over people's heads, and this is the same with the people that were sat behind me. Um, block N, Ian Greaves upper. You be on row O. Um, oh dear! I know. I'm gonna. I'm, I will find your names and name and shame. <laughs> yeah, I was. That I was this close on on, on Tuesday. He was holding the ball up in the corner. Yeah, running down the clock and keeping us up. Yeah. With the bloody eye under there for shoot. Shoot from corner flag. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> all right, mate. Let's give possession away. They'll ping it over to Ollie Palmer. He'll score and run length at pitch. Yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, honestly, some some I, I just couldn't I, I couldn't fathom it, mate. No, but he did he did do really well towards the end of that game. You know, in in some ways. I don't know about the whole midfield thing so as, as you mentioned earlier we've got a lot of players in midfield and uh, would you put him there in, in the front of in, you know, in front of Grant Mellis I play him over Mellis every day of the week I see I know he has been uh, <laughs> poor the last couple of games but you gotta, you can't forget what he did well no, no. last month he was on he was on, he, you know he was on fire and it like was every night nice he just needs to recapture his form doesn't yeah, it? yeah and, and, and we know the quality is there and let's just hope he, he gets it back quicker than let's hope we haven't that was it for the season because that would be disappointing but. I'll be honest now because I've, obviously I've been talking about people being negative and I, I've just opened myself up to be yeah, shot down the, the, the <laughs> Mellis thing it's, I actually think he's a decent player when he's got his game on he's just it's being consistent but you know what annoys me the most it's the bloody song we've got Mellis Jacob <laughs> Mellis and then he's our best midfielder mm, debatable he never gives the ball away. never gives the ball away whoa can we just get a factually right, accurate not factually song correct, but I exactly. like the song right? I like the song but it's not factually correct but there you go <laughs> uh, keep your comments in tonight keep us entertained uh, we've we're playing some more audio because I can see you reaching yeah. for the cake in a minute draw symptoms I know don't worry some very nice cake uh, Callum says I would agree I agree with you Rose didn't do much especially in terms of scoring goals on, sa- on uh, Saturday but the way he ran down the, the ball in the last five minutes and Added on could have been at the difference between three points and just the one. Um, is it different? Tuesday, he's a different player. As well. I think he's one that, like some points on uh, Tuesday night, it's crying out for something a bit different. You know, the, the passing game wasn't quite working, so you're gonna have games like that where you need to try and go for long, you know, the longer balls. And no, I don't care what anybody says. You might not put the ball in the back of the net, but he wins a lot of headers and he also wins a lot of free kicks, which sort of when you're trying to get hold of that possession and, and, and get on top of the game and keep the ball yourself you need that so it's just it does a different part of the game that people don't necessarily see or it's not the 
it's not the headline you don't grab all the headlines but it's important and we need that plan B so it's, it's the biggest problem is the fact that every week last week he was getting the headlines but we played a different system a different style of play which meant he got the goals I'm not fussed if he doesn't score for the rest of the season if he as long contributes as the goals, exactly that? as long as someone else is getting the goals like you say but he keeps contributing in the way for me which he has been which is creating play doing that defensive work up the field to see games out and you know, get us over the line and like lots of people are saying in the comments at the minute being there in the air to win things to win free kicks to run at people to close people down and yeah. to be a rat that's what he's there that, for and, and that is exactly what we need when things aren't going right so um, you know he has been coming to a lot, of, a lot of criticism but I don't think it's fair criticism keep your comments coming in as well uh, Simon says about Ajose Ajose will get the goals he just needs a couple of games to settle in it's almost like the butcher situation isn't it last summer where it come from a club in Millwall which is obviously opposite end of the country long way to travel he's got to relocate that sort of thing Ajose is at Charlton yep. um, parent club he's got to do exactly the same thing move away from family maybe potentially move family up here blah 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 make new friends meet with new people and when you consider he'd been in the building less than 24 hours had a bit of a whirlwind day chuck straight into training had a bit of breakfast chuck straight into training and then you've got a match the next day what do you expect you're not going to have a lot of time to settle are you so you yeah. need to well, I think we just need to give him that little bit of time it wasn't even like he was coming off the bench he was on the start starting lineup as well so it's literally uh, you know the, the 100 miles an hour as fast as it can be thrown into it as possible so um, you know, and who knows if you know if that goal went in, you know, that first chance he had, which he, he did well to sort of create and get a shot off. Then uh, you know it, it would have. <laughs> we'd, we've all been talking about what an incredible finisher we have, really, in some ways. So uh, it's fine margins. So I think for what exactly, like I say, that what he got thrown into, he did a he did a good job. And that, like I said earlier, it's only going to improve over the season. Do you know what I think he will uh, also come good and I'll tell you why very special especially away from home. Yeah. I, I think he's going to score every away game. I do. And I think he's going to you know give a great tribute out to somebody. Yeah. I, 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 I think he's going to do a celebration where he runs off into the corner flag and does like a microphone like, thing. Yeah or, or maybe yeah, like a um, a mobile, you know, like the mobile, yeah, like a double M, like, like YMCA, like but a bit different. Yeah, just like um, like a, an MM sort of celebration. Yeah, so yeah. Because we can exclusively reveal, we've decided we were thinking about this for a very long time. We just thought we were talking about this last summer, but the podcast we wasn't quite sure. Well, we didn't think we'd get past episode one, and here we are on episode whatever of series 70. two. Yeah, we we've got to be past the hundreds now got to be near 130 or something like that I'll check it but we were going to sponsor a player last summer but we weren't sure where the podcast was, was going to go so we didn't want to put money in and sponsor a player and for it not to carry through we were going to do so at the start of the season but we couldn't decide on who I wanted one particular player and then he left yeah. <laughs> um, we weren't quite sure um, who we were going to go for couldn't quite decide so when we saw the post about sponsoring a player half season sponsorship there was a few players on there um, we had a choice of two between us in, in the group uh, I wanted Jordan Smith because of the number 14 because uh, that's special to me uh, but we both we all sort of said in the group chat Smith or a Jose yep. we went for a Jose so Man the Mansfield Matters podcast sponsor Nicky Jose's away shirt so every single <laughs> away game get a bet on a Jose scoring a this goal this could either go happen. two ways this, this could either be he, he, he's on fire and we get all the applaudits or go he just never scores in a set and will become a curse and then you know what will happen next season people are like make sure we don't sponsor anybody that's what it'll be 
Well, yeah. Come on, Nicky. Come, come on, Nicky. Don't let us down. Come Scott. on, look. We'll, we'll look forward to adding Nicky's away shirt to the, the, the back catalogue as well of, uh, yeah. of, of shirts and what have you. And potentially for Legends Live in the summer, we might give that uh, as a prize. When I, I think it's part of the deal. He should come on the, on, the, on the podcast and all someday. That's, that's what I think. Uh, do you know what? We'll see what we can do. But whether it'll ever happen, who knows? Who knows? Let's, let's work on that. We can work on it. We'll see if we can work it into the deal. Yeah. Why not? Let's go. Uh, we will hear from you on the podcast shortly, but not with us. It's just like it's talking. meant to be. Yeah, I know. Almost like it's meant to be. But Nicky Joe say to score at, uh, well, to score Saturday, really. And of course, it's Patrick. the day after my birthday, so. It's written in the stars. It's, it is. It's. We're in the stars. Two nil defeat. Never to play again. Three match ban. Oh dear! Bring me some sanity, people. Charles and recall him. That's it. Um, dear, 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 James in the comments talking about Danny Rose says, "Right, Rose might not be scoring at the mo, but he is one of our best players we have." He's clever and how he anticipates a tackle so he can win a free kick is brill. He's brilliant in the air and he can read the game well. It's just that he's not scoring, which is obviously the main thing as a striker. But we really need to keep the faith with him because he's a vital piece in our promotion jigsaw. And do you know, do you know what? If we get a defensive crisis, a suspension, an injury, let's not play Hayden White or Mal Bennett in the back three. Let's stick Rosie in there and I guarantee we won't concede. It'll be, he'll certainly win the headers anyway, that's for sure. That's it. I don't I, know if I quite trust him on a... On a one-on-one situation putting in a, you know, the last ditch tackle I don't know if I quite trust him in that sense knowing him he'll probably fall over his own boots but um, I, I fancy him for Edders that's for sure why not we'll wait and see I feel like we should uh, have some more cake to celebrate a birthday and to celebrate the uh, backing of uh, Nicky Jose's hat-trick on Saturday at Colchester whilst we do that keep your comments coming in uh, and let's hear from the man himself on why he wanted to make the switch from League 1 Charlton uh, to League 2 and promotion chasing Mansfield Town here is the Stags new signing and Mansfield Matters sponsored Nicky Jose. the lads have done obviously brilliantly to uh, put us in the position where, where we are then obviously the, the managers brought me uh, Grant in obviously there's, there's lads who are coming back to fitness and stuff to try and uh, help get us over the line and if I, if I can do so which I'm sure I can that would be brilliant I want to have be scoring or, or, or creating chances you know helping my, helping my teammates I feel uh, when I get the service you know I, I know I'll score goals and obviously you've got uh, CJ Tyler Rosie all the boys are already here not only doing well I'm just coming here to, to, to try and help that as, as well the difference between the two leagues is uh, is, is not so much from the, 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 the top six and the, and the bottom 12 of league one well, like you say, the the two games, especially the first game, that's a that's a top ten league one team. But then obviously you watch the the first half on Saturday, and that, and that's not. But then the second half again, that is. So it's that inconsistency, you know. It's there's more there's a more than enough enough quality here for a team to be in league one. And if this team was in league one this year, they'd be very comfortable, probably challenging for the for the playoffs. But that's all well and good. You've, you've got to get there. Do you know what I mean? Improve that next year. But uh, for the time being. We need to get there, so there's 20 games to to get the amount of wins we need to to put us there. When this opportunity was given to me, you know, for a team which is which is pushing, which is really really important, hopefully creating lots of chances and uh, playing a really easy on the eye style, you know, that that was that was that really was key for me, you know, because there's a lot of teams obviously in this league and in League One. There's more than one way to skin a cat, you know, but for me, I don't want to really be playing direct and obviously I've watched the games here and the football's been brilliant at times and I've, I thought it would really suit me That's Mansfield Matters uh, number one striker and captain of our summer five-a-side team Nicky Jose uh, talking about why he decided to make the switch from the stakes when you look at his record Nath 
goals in abundance that various clubs once he settles yeah. uh, promotions under his belt is that type of striker isn't he who let's be honest he's, he's going to come in and do the job which Craig Davis promised to do in the summer but never really delivered obviously with his injury I think that probably spells the end of Davis as well probably yeah um, and like I say he's, he's got the the record there that he can score um, but it's difficult you know it, it's, it, we're going to have to wait and see on this one I think um, you know you, you look back at previous players Ricky Miller for example we all knew that he could find the net and well, I don't know before he got the chance here but it didn't quite happen when he came to us but um, you know Nicky's done it at a high level he's done it at this level so uh, and the most important thing is that he's played under Flitcroft before so he knows what he's all about um, he's clearly got the phrases off of Flitcroft for, you know, sort of more than one way to skin a cat something like that so he's even talking rubbish like him so um, you know I, I wonder if he got the David Flitcroft nice, book of phrases for Christmas he probably has he probably uh, co-wrote it with him to be fair if he spent that much time with him but um, you know I, I think um like you say, it's, you said a minute ago when he settles in, and let's just hope that the players that he already knows here and he's playing under the manager that he's already played with helps him settle in quicker because really he's only here for six months, so we need him to hit the ground running. And then, and if he does, you know, I think uh, I'm pretty sure his contract with Charlton is up at the end of the six months as well. So we could we could potentially see him as a permanent signing if it if it goes well. So let's hope that that happens and it's in League One. We'll hear from another uh, of the Stags' new boys in George Grant in a minute. But obviously, a bit of news outgoing this week as well. Obviously, on Monday we had a bit of a dilemma of having six lone players and only five could be in the squad. We were talking in the group chat about what could happen, who might miss out, and we all said it would most probably be Timmy Elshnick. And lo and behold. Uh, after on uh, sort of uh, Wednesday morning it was announced uh, that Elshnick's loan had been terminated and he'd gone back to uh, to Derby County with Frank Lampard and a um, bit of a difficult one really I, I mean personally I was sad to see him go I can understand why with the six you can only have five in your match day squad and that position in that area is top heavy especially when you look at it's the same position as George Grant mm. um, but he served as well yeah um like I say, it was the obvious sort of um, outgoings really out of all those, you know, the six players that we had on loan. Um, I mean, a part of me was probably hoping that we could possibly get a deal with Derby to maybe sign him permanently. Um, obviously, either it wasn't in the club's, you know, ambitions to do that, or or whether they tried and the yeah the, the finances wasn't right. Obviously, we'll probably never know that, but. Um, you know, he, he did a good job for us. Um, what was it, crew away? Where yeah. um, you know he 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 won us that game single handedly, really, didn't he? So um, he you know, caused your dad to take a wrong turn. In. He did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> caused all sorts, really. He caused all sorts but, of bother um, there, didn't he? But no, I think, like you say, he's he's, good, he's doing a good job with us. He, he he seems like a really you know decent professional. Got his head uh, screwed on, and um, you know we certainly wish him well. I think he'll go on and, and find another club and. Uh, I think um, regardless I think he's going to have a good career anyway yeah well best of luck to uh, Timmy Elshnick on his return to Derby hope you get yourself a, a new club top man to boot whenever I saw him sort of in and around the dressing room he always had a smile and always had time for a, a chat as well so uh, top pro young pro as well uh, wish him all the very best on his return to Derby hopefully he can get a, a move elsewhere and continue progressing his uh, career uh, George Grant there was brought through the door on Monday Rumours that he was going to sign for, for weeks upon weeks and David Flickcroft revealed after Tuesday night that he actually tried to sign him in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, that'd have been nice, wouldn't it? But actually, I, I sort of thought about that, and really, it's probably a blessing that it's happened this way because if we did sign for us in the summer, obviously, it probably would have been on a season long loan, and I reckon we probably would have seen the reverse of what's happened where he'd have probably played for us for this first half of the season. Obviously, we've been informed, we've been playing well, and no doubt he would have been a, a big part of that, and a lot of uh, the credit would have been probably going to him as well because he'd he would have flourished in that team like I hope he does for the second half but I think he then would have probably been recorded and, and probably gone to League One we've probably seen the reverse way went to someone like Luton so in some ways this um, you know, it could have worked out for the better for us so um, but what a, what a signing and what a statement of intent from, from the Redfords and uh, Alan Hardy no he's, he's definitely definitely going to League One yes he is Alan with Mansfield in about six months' time. Uh, keep your comments uh, coming in. Um, an interesting comment from uh, War- Rob, who's just got in-, in touch, who says, Clearly no plan B at the moment. Could sending off of the centre-halves up front be a temporary uh, solution? Uh, throw back to the old days, but none but none of our strikers are targeting or able to hold the ball up. I think he's alluding to there, Nath, um, being top-heavy in terms of Midfield, attacking midfielders and strikers and a little bit light at the back yeah and we've been saying it all season really that's probably the one area if we um, needed to strengthen <clears throat> it's probably that because uh, like I said I know we've got Murphy on the brinks of coming back but he's probably still a, a good few weeks off it and we don't know what he's going to be like when he comes back into it because obviously it's that game time that he's not got the, you know, the actual competitiveness he can play in reserves as much as possible now which is obviously important for his fitness but the actual game time when it really comes to the crunch and really matters we don't know what to expect from him so there that that defensive position you probably would say we're we're lacking in so are we done in the transfer window you know it's January transfer window um, you know and it, is that somewhere we should be looking to strengthen? And I think, yeah. It brings us very nicely along to our poll, which I've just made live uh, on our live video. If you're watching uh, the live video, of course, come and join us every week at 6 30. Ish. Thank I'm you, Nate. Thank you, Nate. I don't normally uh, I know. lower myself to that level, but I've got to. Uh, thank you. Uh, and if you listen to the audio version of this, every Thursday on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters at 6.30. Ish. Thank you, Nate. Uh, come and join us in the, the fun if you want to. I've just published a poll on there uh, asking, are you happy with the stake squad as is, or would you uh, like to add one more? And if so, tell us where as, uh, as well. Uh, Cam's on the ball. He's commented and put 6.30. Ish. Good lad. Um, talking about defensive cover there as well. Joe's just got in touch and put Hayden White is good, but no centre back. I feel we need another centre back, but it depends if Murphy is fit before the end of January. Personally, I would get one in, and I'd probably look to get somebody in who you. C- it's difficult now. We can't bring another loan player in because I think if we do that, then that's an absolute waste. We need to buy. I think we need to look at bringing them in or I think we've also got the recall option now on, on Lewis Gibbons because he's done his 28 days initially at Boston mm. um, but we talk, I think we need to definitely look at maybe bringing one more younger centre half in there and look at Murph I wouldn't rush him I don't think the end I don't think he'd be ready by the end of Jan um, he's had two reserve games under his belt played 45 minutes and then played um, 72 wasn't it 72 uh, in the last reserve game also on Tuesday uh, against Notts County uh, the only win Notts County will get against us in reserve by the way um, so he's, I don't, he's not had a full 90 yet he needs another two maybe three games of 90 minutes 
then maybe introduce him on the bench. I think you'd be looking more mid-February, late February before Murphy was anywhere near um, being confident enough and us being confident in terms of a management team and a fitness team to pull him back in there. Yeah. So I would potentially look at bringing one more young defender in maybe from a conference side with the option of loaning them back out just to have that little bit of cover and to be honest I, I, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't be looking in the leagues above us and, and signing a proven one because I'm thinking ahead to next season as well you know we've, Sweeney's obviously only on loan so he's going to be gone uh, when it comes to, to next season I know obviously you can look at recruitment again but um, we've seen Lincoln City do it today. They've made several signings, and two of them have been, uh, you know, well-known, proven defenders. One from Fleetwood and um, one from Millwall, I think it was. So, you know, um, they're they're doing the business. They're getting proven defenders, and I think, to be honest, um, we we could do with that because I think it's inevitable now for the rest of the season. The, the yellow cards are absolutely stacking up. Um, you know, we've already seen um, obviously the last few games. Discipline hasn't quite been there. We've had a couple of sendings off. Um, and games are coming thick and fast at the business end of the season so for me I, I'd, I'd say we, we haven't spent any money on anybody so let's go and get a proven central defender Does that surprise you a little bit the fact that the signings that we've made thus far have only been loan additions and not ones I mean for me it's great that we've managed to get the players in the calibre of players that we've we've got in at the minute which is fine but that's only like a short term thing I'm now as you say look as you said looking a little bit more towards the future and building a squad for next season because mm. if you're say for example now that next season started tomorrow and those lone players went back you wouldn't have a squad that's ready to compete in League One no without that, those lone players those lone players are absolutely critical to where we are exactly and, and uh, you can look at if, if I think if they get us um, if they you know help us and get us promoted which is obviously what we're the aim is and what we're hoping for then uh, you know it'd be a great thing because we're in a better position then to bring in bring in players on on permanence so I think the bigger issue is if, if we don't get promoted this season and then you've lost those uh, big five you know big you know five players uh, that that will need replacing, and obviously you, you'd want to get them get players in on permanence, and uh, you're in the same position where we was last season, where um, you know we've we've shown that we're a good side. We've obviously got attractive things about us as a club mm-hmm. with the training facilities, etc. I mean, it wasn't quite ready last season, but so we're going to have that for us next season. But um, you know, essentially, we're just another League Two club, and you're only going to get a certain caliber of players. So, like I say, it's, these loan signs are fantastic if they get us up but if they don't then we're back to square one ne- next season I think Talking of uh, David Murphy John's been in touch and says I was at the county reserve game and Murphy looked strong until he needed to go off again the need to go off thing. I know, I know it's a, a slow burner you've usually played 45 then 75 and then so on and so on and so on but hopefully he can come hopefully he went off as a precaution and yeah. for minutes and, and wasn't too good I think he'll come good because you've also got in the midfield area as well McDonald to, to come back in at, at some point as well whenever he's going to be fit so yeah two massive players to come back and uh, you know I, I think the likes of McDonald the good thing is with that midfield area we don't need to rush him because we have a lot of cover there so he has time to to, to make sure he comes back when he's ready whereas like I say the concern is the lack of cover we've got in defence so there might be that 
temptation there from Flitcroft and the physio staff and whoever to maybe try and fast track it which could touch wood it isn't but it could be a very bad thing if, if he goes and picks up you know, the, the injury again you know what can happen when you rush players back too fast and that could be caused through not having enough cover there Transfer talk still to come but first cake break let's hear from another of the Stags new additions George Grant who was on loan in League 1 with Luton got recalled by Nottingham Forest and now is back in League 2 with us it's angered a lot of Notts County fans which is great uh, and he also had a stunning performance on his debut against Crawley to win him man of the match he's reunited with his best friend from childhood in Tyler Walker can those two can that childhood partnership be the stuff of adult dreams for the Stags let's hear from the Stags new boy let's hear from um, George Grant as he was talking after signing on Monday he was speaking to I Follow Stags here's George Grant one of the things that uh, the gaffer said to me to be honest with you um, he was just like come and get a promotion on your CV um, obviously Tyler's here as well which obviously I know him really really well so um, yeah one of those things is is promotion and obviously didn't get there last year so hoping to get there this year we, we spend a lot of time together off the pitch as well uh, I've known him since he's sort of 16 17 years of age so um, one of my best friends in football I'd say really nice guy really good footballer and really can't wait to be playing with him we've grown up sort of learning the way of football um, from Forrest um, he obviously is a striker I'm number 10 and we always played off each other and linked really well happened today in training a few times as well I've grown up as being a number 10 um, a centre midfielder uh, last season obviously with, with County I, I played out wide left which I didn't mind to be honest it was another string to my bow so um, really enjoyed it out there actually but my main position is number 10 and, and it'll be nice to be back in there I'm here as a, as a Mansfield player um, not as George Grant so I'm here to help the team first really excited to get going to be honest with you well let's uh, hear from another man as well who knows George Grant very very well indeed let's hear from his best friend and the goal scorer on Tuesday night let's hear from Tyler Walker I came here um, on a season long loan I, want to, I wanted to stay here um, the whole time um, I'm really enjoying myself and um, I want to uh, try and help um, Mansfield Town get promoted uh, the manager uh, believing in me um, the, the style of play I think, I think that suits me a lot um, obviously we, we play good football good attacking football and uh, we create a lot of chances and uh, I'm, obviously it's my job to put them away and um, uh, hopefully I can carry, continue to do that, that that's what um, this, this season for me has been about like developing a, as a player and also obviously helping helping Mansfield Field Town and uh, like you say I, as every month goes by I do feel like I'm getting um, I'm improving getting stronger and obviously fitter um, I feel I'm, I'm improving well obviously the, t- the team's the team's definitely been getting better and better as well which, which help, helps out I'm, I'm really enjoying it and uh, hopefully that I can continue to improve and get better um, from now until the end of the season Tuesday was was uh, I, I, thought, I, I thought everyone played well but especially Granty um, everyone everyone can see what a good player he is and what a big um, big influence he's going to have from, from now until the end of the season everyone knows from, from last season when he was at County how many goals he scored um, and, and the assists he got he's a really good player um, and I enjoy playing with him and the link up we have is good so hopefully we uh, we both can get um, goals and assists for the team and uh, propellers at the table Tyler Walker there speaking uh, earlier today to iFollow if you want to watch any of these interviews head to mansfieldtown.net forward slash I follow Stag. Some great content on there. Uh, talking of great content, we've got some great content for you now. An echoey phone because we've managed to get him from his sick bed. He's not dead. He is alive. Uh, and he's not the father of twins, which much mean it's uh, Mr. Cam Felton. Evening, Cam. Good evening, guys. How are you? 
dying. I mean, this, well, sick, this, flu, this sick voice is not very well perfected, so <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'm sure you. I'm sure you'll be absolutely fine. Nathan just wanted to tell you that the cake which we've enjoyed tonight is absolutely delicious. Yeah, missing out, mate. Uh, and that yeah, we. Yeah, no- the, the one question I've got about that cake: Have you ever heard of a succulent cake? Shut up. <laughs> I, I mean, made I mean, yeah. to be honest, you know, if you'd listened to the full comment, you'd have realised that I was talking about football and not cake. Um, so I've never heard of yeah. succulent football either, to be honest, but. Do you want to lift? Let's it? carry on. <laughs> it's my birthday tomorrow. What's this getting up on Craig Day? Birthday birthday. It's, it's a long walk back to yours from Craig. Especially when you can't see where you're going as well. Thank you very much. Uh, seriously, Cam. Whilst we whilst we've got you before you start having a coughing fit and throw up on us again. Um, what have you made of the the, the new additions? Obviously, uh, George Grant and Nicky Jose brought in this week. What was your reactions when you saw the two uh, the two come through the door? Well, the first one was obviously we knew there was a signing coming. The massive rumours were that it was George Grant, and eventually that did come. But Nicky Jose came first. Uh, it was very much out of the blue. I don't think anyone particularly knew about that one. And to be honest, it, it's a fantastic signing of, of Jose. And I think as long as he can recreate his form that he had, then I think it's going to be a great addition to the squad. And I think when it comes to George Grant, I think. Not only is it a may Knox County have a, a meltdown in their whole ecosystem, whatever's going off down there. Ecosystem. Nobody, nobody can explain that. Ecosystem, I like um, that. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing that he said that he's coming to play for Mansfield, not as George Grant, and I think that's a massive positive. The potential that he's got, but also the ability that he showed last season, Knox County's top scorer, practically single-handedly took them to the playoffs. So he's got the right attitude coming in. Uh, I'm just glad that he's going to play for us and not for the name on the back of the shirt. Which is a fantastic thing as well. I have to say about these the, the signs we've brought in as well. All three of them so far have been sort of switched on, humble, down to earth guys. There doesn't seem to be any old egos, or as Neil Bishop called it. Dick, dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they seem to be perfectly fine, which is which is great. What have you made of the the other one in in Jordan Smith? What have you made of him so far? We're going to hear from him in a, in a minute after you when you when you're being sick. What have you made of Jordan Smith? Um, after the three, I think I'm more impressed with the Smith signing purely down to the fact of he was playing Championship regular football for not that long ago, and I think. To sign someone that's had the experience that he's got, he's a fantastic player. His distribution's better, um, and just some of the fantastic saves that he's made, especially one of the saves he made on Tuesday night was absolutely fantastic. It kept us in the game. One of the game, I, I think. think. Well, I think it's just just different calibre players brought in we've brought in players from like a division above same division in the past and they've not really lit, lit it up and I think as long as long as he can stay fit and as long as he builds up that relationship with the defence I think John's going to be an absolutely crucial player especially in the final push yeah fingers crossed that he does turn out that way finally before we let you go and throw up in a bucket because um, we know you've not gone two minutes without either sitting on a toilet or throwing up today um, we're asking on the live poll at the minute are you happy with the stag squad as is or would you look uh, to bring one more and if so who where would your vote lie happy as we are or add one more uh, our vote 
loads of happy as we are purely down to the fact that we have got players that are starting to return from injury we have got that option that we have got youth players if we need to youth players that have played uh, first team football this season so say we had another centre-back go out injured or we get another centre-back suspended like Matt Preston was at the weekend uh, not the weekend on Tuesday night we have got that option of uh, uh, Lewis Gibbons I think about his name then because it's not the first time I've got that wrong this season um, I think I think that's another option that we've got if we do need it we've got other players on the bench so up front you've obviously got Jordan Graham in the midfield well any, anywhere at all uh, Jason Law can play pretty much anywhere uh, so I think we've got the cover if we need to I don't I, th- I think we've definitely got enough now though well fingers crossed finally uh, we used to do this at the end but uh, well, I'm not going to ring you back because I can't be bothered um, your prediction for Saturday uh, it's got to be a win it's going to be a tight one so I'm going to go 2-1 a Joe Say to score yeah Joe Say to score definitely didn't sound convinced there did no, you no not really not uh, and just finally as well um, Simon commented earlier on saying that he uh, wasn't changing nappies he was in, also in bed ill just to confirm he's not in bed with you is he no definitely not definitely not <laughs> I always get worried about you two we've always known that you were close uh, Cam thanks very much for, uh, for for answering the phone and stepping away from the sick bucket for five minutes we should let you uh, we should let you go any last messages to, to any of us uh, for, for any particular reason no we're not uh, saving your cake I hope, hope that you like your new um, metal uh, aluminium wall art thing that your dad got yeah oh yeah that's behind me on the, the podcast back and where'd they get that where'd they get that from uh, we got that from the Stags Personalised Gift Shop so if you go to www.stagspersonalisedgift.co.uk <laughs> or uh, everything's on there Absolutely shocking! I I offer him the chance to wish to wish me a happy birthday, and what does he do? Promote his work. Cam, I hate you. <laughs> See you later, mate. Take care. See you later, mate. Take care. Hope you get hope you get better soon. Thank you, mate. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Cam Felton there on, on the phone. Um, let's hear from Jordan Smith. we see how he's settling in uh, to life as a stag. Of course, signed on loan uh, from Nottingham Forest uh, until the end of the season. This time last week when Caroline promised us a signing and delivered. Um, let's see how he's settling in uh, to life at the stags. Here's Jordan Smith speaking earlier today. That's the life of a goalkeeper. I don't think I had an awful lot to do in either of the games. You know, the manager alluded to it in his post-match press conference that you've got to be alert and the concentration levels have got to be high. And I know that I'm coming in behind, you know, the the best defence in the league, you know, carrying that record proudly. So it's something that I want to carry on and, and make even better between now and the end of the season. So it was good for me to get a couple of decent saves in and... I'm so glad it played an important part and we managed to go on and get that winner. It's incredible how high the standards are. Not that I underestimated it, but you know the, the tempo and the intensity that the lads work at on the training ground. You know, I've not had many training sessions under my belt, but you can see it straight away. And the chemistry is there between you know, the, the three centre-halves that we've played with in both games even though we had to make changes, obviously after uh, Matt Preston's unfortunate red card on Saturday. And, you know, Whitey's come in and we had to change it around a little bit, but I thought we were just as solid. So that's just testament to those boys. Communication was going to be key and we all had to be disciplined. We all had to be concentrated because a lot of our good play is done in the final third of the pitch. So there are occasions where, you know, you can get caught just 
sort of stood as a bystander, you know, enjoying watching the players, the fans do, but unfortunately that's not something that we can rest on our laurels and allow that to happen. I've got to be, you know, barking at them and making sure that we're set up, ready for any sort of counter-attacks or anything like that. And, you know, with KP, Piercy in front of me as the, as the skipper, he's brilliant. You know, I shout to him and straight away I get a thumbs up. I know he's listening and, and then he's passing on those orders further up the pitch. So that bond sort of clicks straight away. I just think there's a mutual respect there between between me and, the, and um, you know, all of the defenders. Jordan Smith there speaking to I Follow Stakes early today. If you want to watch that in full, head over to mansfieldtown.net forward slash I Follow. Um, John has been in touch to say happy birthday for tomorrow. Thank you very much. Uh, Neil McKenzie, anyone know who he is? Never heard of him, actually. Uh, he's put some player him on that shirt in the background. Absolute hero, bro. I mean, I'd give him a game tomorrow. Give him a game tomorrow. Who is he? I'm only messing. Yeah, well, legend. Absolute legend. Absolute hero. And hopefully we'll hear some of his stories uh, in the summer as well. We've got some exciting news to announce. Uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we just need to basically have all other time to sit down and arrange a date and get Legends Live version 2 up and running that'd be great wouldn't it exciting it'd be great exciting times ahead it'd be great maybe to celebrate a promotion as well it'd be beautiful oh mate that'd just uh, be, uh, be the icing on the cake yeah. which is now gone well I mean it is kind of all it, it isn't it isn't I've still got a little slice left which I'm going to have to eat at the end because I've run out of audio yeah and I've uh, got um, Emma's slice which uh, I mean um, Emma hasn't got a slice because you've eaten it yeah Sorry, if she's watching, she's probably not. She, well, she is, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> uh, I'll bring it back to normality for the final comment before we wrap things uh, up for tonight. Uh, Gary says, uh, the fact we're attracting players of this quality, alluding to George Grant, Nicky, Jose, Jordan Smith, etc., etc., speak volumes of the club structure uh, and the Flitcroft and Footy coaching and management uh, abilities. Absolutely spot on, isn't it? I think, as Flitcroft's alluded to now, the infrastructure compared to where we are now, 12 months ago, in terms of attracting players and getting them to come to the club and commit to the club yeah. not for, to get promotion and not for a wage is vast yeah and um, you know we can compare this to the, the, you know, the team a little bit further away from us uh, obviously not Chesterfield because they're dead and and gone who are they um, <laughs> I'm more referring to, to North County and um, you know they've you know got the biggest budget this season and tried to attract those carry players and look what's happened to them whereas we're doing things a completely different way we're Managing things correctly from the from from the very top down to you know down to the bottom. Uh, we're you know we're professional. We've got an attractive club, as in with the, the new training facilities, etc. And um, you know we're we're building relationships with other clubs. We're not you know uh, not Spurs, for example. Um, so which is obviously you know clearly working out in our favour. So we've got three of their uh, you know top players with us at the moment. So you know top youngsters. So we're benefiting from that. And um, you know, most importantly, the players that are here, we heard it in Tyler Walker's uh, interview earlier, are enjoying their time here. He's he's feeling that he's progressing as a player. Which, if you're bringing players on loan, that's what they need, and that's what other clubs want to hear. Uh, he's enjoying it, which is hopefully um, you know contributed to the likes of of Grant coming to us, where rather than signing for. You know, I, I guarantee there would have been other lots of other clubs looking for a signature for you know for for the loan. So. Um, all those things are all positives and they're all going to help us in the, in, on the long run but credit goes to 
you know, first of all, first and foremost, uh, John and Carolyn Radford. Absolutely, 100%. And in terms of uh, potential future transfers as well, uh, we asked earlier, are you happy with the Stag squad as is, or would you like to add one more? 43% of you have said we're happy as we are. 57% of you have said mm-hmm. it, we would like to add one more uh, to that. Very, very close indeed. Uh, that's almost it for this week's show. Um, me and Nathan were saying before this um, podcast tonight that with it just being the two of us we weren't sure whether this would last five minutes or five hours I mean it's lasted more towards the latter the cake helped um, but thank you all to all of you um, for getting involved in the comments tonight as always uh, great to have you on board if you want to come and join us there's not cake every week unfortunately but no. when it's your birthday there will be one made and I do make a smashing cup of tea yeah I'll give him that he does you've had a lot of practice thanks but I do get a lot of practice you're absolutely right Um, so if you want to come and join us and you want to have your say on your team and basically want to get involved with this bunch of Muppets talking about stags for well over an hour every single week drop us a DM uh, drop us a tweet on Twitter we are at MTFC Matters come and get involved always happy to have uh, you involved especially next week because I do believe that Cam said in the group chat uh, that he's not available for selection next week. Yeah, I'm sure he, he said that. Yeah. Um, so, so we yeah. need an emergency loan. Yeah, we do need to make an emergency loan signing. We've all, all you know, we've, there's plenty of benefits. The great training facility. Great training facility. Um, we're walking up and down my stairs and trying yeah. not to walk into a door. That's Nathan's training. Yeah. Um, lifting that tea mug up and down, that's great for the arms. Yeah, we always have um, a, a team out in afterwards. Well, you and I do anyway. Yeah, I mean. That's a. Great I, local takeaway uh, fast food restaurant. Uh, I mean, I mean to, to be honest, I'm whispering a bit because I don't, I don't want. I mean, your missus already come into that and so know, upset really, the yeah. apple yeah. caught a bit. Yeah. I don't know, uh, but yeah, you can come and join us if you want. Uh, we we obviously do great stuff in in the summer in terms of uh, the ex players. We are going to do that again this series. If you've got any suggestions on which former players you'd like to um, you'd like to see on a podcast or here on a podcast let us know we would love to do the trip down memory lane maybe get to a few players that we tried to get to last year but for whatever reasons schedule wise we couldn't do yeah. England not being so good in the World Cup will help this year because yeah. um, they're not in it um, there isn't one um, give us those suggestions but if you want to get involved as always uh, let us know and drop us a message uh, final uh, couple of comments uh, from uh, from people Cam's confirmed he's not here next week as it's panto for 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 myself no it's not oh no it's not um, John says I'm coming on Cam John more than welcome drop us a message and uh, we'll, we'll get you on um, also uh, there's other comments as well but I can't find it uh, James says good podcast last lads thank you very much uh, and George says oh, uh, always likes Neil talking about Neil McKenzie uh, we had a bit of a fan club at one time how are you Neil yeah, we'd all like to, to know how Neil McKenzie is I guarantee you this um, I bet it's a bit of a conundrum no I'm, I'm fishing for poor Joe shall I end it there yeah you, you've taken over Cam's uh, usual shocking joke making thing now so yeah I think it's time to wrap this one up I reckon and finish my cake and then go to McDonald's yeah I like it I like it I like it a lot it's great uh, thanks very much for watching as always prediction for Saturday um, I'm going to go for a one all draw but obviously uh, Nicky and Jose on the score sheet I'm going to go for a 3-1 Stags win um, I should really go for Patrick. 8-2 Stags win 28 wrong the wrong way around but uh, you know, it'd be nice I don't know. Uh, but, They've been uh, the right way around. Yeah. Their own team. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, eight two win. If that happens, I will 
personally, I don't know, make you a cake. God, I'll make you a cake. I mean, you'd probably rather want to have a cake Anyway. I'll go 3 1, uh, and Nicky and Jose will definitely score. Why? Because he's sponsored by Mansfield Matters. His away shirt is sponsored by Mansfield Matters. Thank you very much, as always, for watching. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. I'm Craig Priest, he's Nathan Edge, Cam Felton was on the phone, and Simon Mercer's always involved as well. If you want to get involved, uh, check out our social media Facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters, at MTFC Matters on Twitter. And of course, online at www.mtfcmatters.co.uk. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield Matters, and we'll see you next Thursday at 6 30. I'll see you when I'm older. Have a great, uh, have a great rest of the week. Get yourself down to Colchester, where Nicky Jose is guaranteed to score. Good night. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.